Good afternoon and welcome to the 49ers Camelot Show. We are going to talk 49er news, what's going on here over the last few days and what the 49ers have announced um, today. So let's jump into that. But before you do, thank you to everyone who's already subscribed or followed the 49ers Camelot show. Thank you for those who have rated and reviewed those kinds of things. And so if you haven't done that yet, please take a minute to do so. Rate, review, follow us uh, really helps us out. So uh, please take a moment to do that. And again, thanks to all those who've done it. And thank you for watching and for being part of what we're doing here. I want to jump into some of this 49ers news that's going on here over the weekend and uh, even late last week, just to kind of talk through some of it, because I think some of it's interesting. Some of it, uh, a lot of 49er fans are freaking out over. And so just want to uh, look into this and see if there's any really newsworthy stuff going on. So the first thing that I want to attack is the question, is Brock Purdy concerned about not playing in 2023 so here's here's what happened we all know that he had his surgery on march 10th to repair the torn ucl it it wasn't the tommy john surgery and so he's scheduled to be back sometime in september now john lynch said maybe he he'll be back by training camp Kyle Shanahan talked like it could be later, um, you know, like maybe a few games into the season. And so he's not really even scheduled to start throwing until June. I just don't see how he's going to be back by training camp, but I'm not a doctor. Everyone heals differently. So maybe he will. I hope that he is ready to go, but we'll see. The 49ers aren't going to know anything until June when Purdy starts to throw and starts ramping up his workload. Um, over over the following months. So here's here's where everything kind of took a turn here over the last few days. Uh, so Jory, Jory Epstein of Yahoo Sports spoke with Brock Purdy on Friday and wrote that the brace removal, Purdy having his brace removed, remains an early step in recovery. Purdy saying Friday... He's not really sure, honestly, whether he'll play in 2023 as he takes it one day at a time. And then he goes on to say, in recent days, progress has come in the form of increased mobility. So the big news was that, that Purdy allegedly said that he's not really sure, honestly, if he's going to play in 2023. Now, I don't know if he actually said that, or if Jory Epstein, I don't even know who this is. If they're just saying this, I don't know anything about this person or anything. I haven't seen in the, any uh, interview or anything like that. The, in the interview, there, there wasn't like actually a, a quote from Purdy uh, as, as when it comes to this part, other than not really sure, honestly, and then they closed the quote right there. So it, it doesn't even include a word for word of what Brock Purdy said. And so I just don't know how to take that. But my guess, especially knowing Brock Purdy, he's super uh, aggressive, super uh, competitive, and very optimistic. I really don't see him saying, hey, look, I don't even know if I'm going to play 
unless he's just trying to be realistic and, and look, Hey, I plan on coming back, but who knows? I mean, there could be a setback. Things can change. And so I don't know how to take it other than maybe it's just something that all of us would say, you know, in, in that kind of situation that, yeah, I think I'm going to come back. I think I'll be fine, but who knows? I mean, you know, you, you, know, you just never know how things are going to turn out. So that's how I would take that. So if you're concerned, will Brock Purdy actually play in 2023? I wouldn't sweat it. I think that he's going to be back in all likelihood. So at this point, there's nothing to worry about. I think this is not newsworthy. Uh, I think that this probably was just something that was worded in such a way maybe to get clicks. And, and hopefully that's all that there is to it. So the next part is that uh, today the 49ers begin their off-season programming. Um, and according to reports, Brock Purdy is planning to be there. In fact, he said it. He told The Athletic that he was planning to be there. And he said, just being back around the guys, continue my rehab and get after the playbook. So it, it will be simple in that regard. So again, Brock Purdy's not going to be throwing anytime soon, not until June, you know, so that's still a couple of months away. Uh, but it is good that he's going to be uh, at the beginning of the uh, uh, the offseason program. So he said he wants to do whatever he can do to help the team win and help the team prepare. And so part of that is to be in the classroom, to be learning, to be doing everything that he can um, through his recovery uh, without making anything worse or taking any chances. So I believe that he's going to do just about anything he can do. He's that kind of guy. So uh, so that's, that's going to be interesting to see. Um, how that works out. The next question is, will Adam Peters leave the 49ers for Houston? So here was the story last week that there were rumors that the Texans GM, Nick Casario, was going to be leaving Houston and going back to New England. So then Mike Silver threw out the possibility that Adam Peters would leave the 49ers and go to the Texans to be with D'Amico Ryans. Now, I don't, I, I don't know that he's, that he's heard anything. It could just be speculation. It could just be a, a guess. Hey, here's what I predict. Maybe he's just trying to get clicks. I don't really know, but I don't see this happen. I, I didn't see this happening. And then today, Nick Casario spoke and said, like, I'm not leaving. I'm not going anywhere. And so if he's telling the truth, that's great news for the 49ers. But even if he's not, I I, I really, I, I, I kind of doubt that this is going to happen. But if it did, I would hate to lose Adam Peters. I think that he's underrated. I think that he is a very, very important part of the 49ers front office. And like, like think of, I don't know if I had to pick, would I rather lose John Lynch and have Adam Peters become the GM, or would I rather Adam Peters leave to make sure that we keep John Lynch? I think that I would rather keep Adam Peters. I like John Lynch a lot, but I think that what Adam Peters brings to, to the table is probably even more valuable than what John, that what, uh, John Lynch brings. So jump in the comments. Tell me if you had to choose between... Adam Peters and John Lynch, who would you 
prefer to keep. I think I'm keeping Adam Peters, but hopefully right now we're not going to have to worry about that. Uh, I still am hopeful that the plan is in place that when the day comes that Lynch either moves on, like goes back to TV, or if he takes a different position with the 49ers, my hope is that Adam Peters will become the general manager. I just think that's what's best for the team. So speaking of the Texans, there's a Texans writer for Fansided by the name of Jason Costa. And he's actually wondering if the 49ers might be willing to part ways with Brock Purdy and trade him to the Texans. So he, I guess uh, he wrote that he doesn't believe that Brock Purdy is the leader in the clubhouse like John Lynch said that he is. And he suggests that there could be a trade in the making because with the Texans, you know, there's already uh, D'Amico Ryans, you know, there's other coaches that are there. And so especially if Adam Peters did go, you know, maybe, maybe this, I I, I think this guy's just, I I think that's his hopeful thinking, but this is what he is suggesting that there could be a trade between the 49ers and the Texans that would send Brock Purdy. I think it's not going to happen. I don't see it happen because I, I do believe that Brock Purdy is the 49ers leader in the clubhouse. John Lynch has said it. Kyle Shanahan has said it. The fact that what they have said or not said about Trey Lance also tells me that Brock Purdy is the leader in the clubhouse. So they're not going to trade him away. I don't think that they're going to trade Trey Lance either. So it's going to come down to these three quarterbacks, Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, and what happens there? Is is Brock Purdy going to be healthy enough to play this season? Is he going to miss half the season? Is he going to miss a, miss a month, a, you know, a few games? What is it? We don't know at this point. And so there's no reason to speculate that there's going to be any kind of trade, whether it's Trey Lance or Brock Purdy. I think that they want to keep both, and I think that they will keep both. We'll find out soon because the draft is coming right up, and so we'll know this within the next, I don't know, less than two weeks. So uh, we're going to know if they're going to trade Trey Lance or Brock Purdy, it would happen uh, within the next couple of weeks, but it's not going to happen. So I'm not even worried about that. I'm not worried if Brock Purdy is going to go to Houston. I'm not worried if Adam Peters is going to go to Houston. I'm not worried that Trey, uh, that uh, Brock Purdy doesn't know if he's going to play or not in 2023. These are just speculative stories that uh, that I think are being used to get clicks because what I found out as a writer and as somebody who's doing 49ers content, if you write or you, you stream about Brock Purdy or Trey Lance or any 49ers quarterback situation, you're going to get people to watch or listen or read. So I think that I think that people have figured this out that if it, when it comes to the 49ers quarterback situation, if you write about it, this fan base is going to respond. So don't freak out over these things because they're likely just speculation. Um, so I wanted to go into something that I saw that ESPN's Mike Clay made some 2023 predictions for the 49ers. Now, 
sometimes these things are fun. Sometimes they're kind of silly. And, and so, but I, I thought that these were kind of interesting. And so I wanted to jump into these and kind of see uh, what we can take away. And if you have some comments, please feel free to write those in. Uh, I'd love to hear what you have to say about uh, uh, Mike Clay's 49ers predictions for the 2023 season. So here's here's what he has. He has Brock Purdy starting 14 games, Trey Lance starting three. I think that that's probably a, a pretty safe prediction. I think I would probably have Trey Lance starting four games, and so then that would give Purdy, what, 13 games? Uh, because I think that Purdy's probably going to miss closer to four games. He might only miss three. Maybe he only maybe he misses none, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now that Brock Purdy is gonna start 13 games and Lance is gonna start four. Now, here's the thing: we all know that Kyle Shanahan goes with a hot hand. So, as we've talked about, some of my guests I, I've talked with them about the fact that if Trey Lance balls out in those three or four games that he has, um, and the 49ers are winning. Is Brock Purdy going to get his job back or is Kyle Shanahan going to stick with the hot hand? I think that Kyle Shanahan will stick with the hot hand. So if I'm going to say that Brock Purdy is going to be starting 13 games compared to Trey Lance starting four, then I'm saying that I don't think that Trey Lance is going to, to have impressed enough to keep Brock Purdy on the sideline. And that's nothing against Trey. I just think that he needs more time. And so I don't know if he'll have that time in just a few games. So Mike Clay also had the 49ers with 9.9 wins. I don't know how you come up with 9.9 wins. So let's just say 10. He had the 49ers at 10 wins, winning the NFC West and having the number two seed uh, in the NFC. He has Dallas with the number one seed, which I thought was just adorable. <laughs> that that he thinks the Cowboys uh, could be the number one seed. They have the talent, but they just never can put it together. So do you think the 49ers are going to be at 10 wins? I, I think that they'll be higher than 10 wins. Um, but that's that's not a bad prediction. I mean, that's probably a, a good ballpark to be in. Uh, Mike Clay also has uh, Christian McCaffrey leading the 49ers with 1,435 all-purpose yards. He breaks it down as... 860 yards rushing, 575 yards receiving, and 10 total touchdowns. I actually think that McCaffrey is going to have more all-purpose yards. I think he's going to be closer to 1,800. I think he's going to have probably 1,000 or more rushing yards. And receiving yards, I think he'll be closer to uh, to 1,000. I don't think that he's going to do the 1,000 thing again, but uh, – but I think that he'll have more than 1,435 all-purpose yards. Um, McCaffrey's a weapon, a huge weapon, and Kyle Shanahan loves using this weapon. So uh, it, it's going to be fun to see what he does with him for a full season. Let's see, he has Debo Samuel leading the 49ers in receiving with 935 yards, and Brandon Ayuk being right behind him in eight, at 872. So... I might flip-flop those and, and say that uh, that Ayuk is going to have more yards receiving than Debo uh, just because I think he's ascending. I think that Debo will probably have more all-purpose yards, but 
I think that Ayuk might have more yards receiving. Here's the thing I really didn't agree with. He has Nick Bosa at only 13 sacks. So how Nick Bosa is going to fall all the way back to 13, I don't know. But that's uh, that's where he has uh, Nick Bosa. I mean, I, I guess maybe if if Javon Hargrave takes away sacks, I, I don't know. I To me, I think that Hargrave is going to, his presence is going to make things better for Bosa. Um, and if they are able to get that other side figured out, whether it's Drake Jackson or whoever, if they can get some production from that side, I think that's going to help Bosa as well. So I just don't think that he's going to have only 13 sacks. I think that he'll he'll be upper teens, closer to 20 again this season. I know that's hard to do in back-to-back seasons, but I just feel like Bosa hasn't started actually reaching his potential yet. It just seems like he's continuing to ascend. So here was, this was a surprising one. Uh, Mike Clay had Dre Greenlaw leading the team in tackles, not Fred Warner. Now they were close. He had Warner with like two or three less, something like that. But the fact that he took Greenlaw over um, Warner was uh, surprising. But I guess, I think that maybe, I I don't know. I'd, I'd have to go back and look, but I think that, Greenlaw may have averaged more tackles per game than Warner did. Don't quote me on that. Uh, I'm sure sure I I could easily be wrong, but I kind of feel like I remember seeing that somewhere. He also had Talanoa Hufonga leading the team in takeaways with 2.7, so basically three. Uh, So, you know... I would expect Hufanga to have more takeaways because that guy's just a ball hawk. Is where wherever the ball's at, Hufanga seems to be there. So the 49ers did announce some news today. They announced that they're bringing back Kerry Hyder Jr. Um, that takes them now to 12 defensive linemen on the roster. I think they usually carry like 10. So uh, on the 53 man squad. So you know, who's going to, who's not going to make it. So here's who they have defensive ends. They have Nick Bosa, Cleland Furl, Drake Jackson, Austin Bryant, Kerry Hyder Jr., Alex Barrett. So of those, I think the Austin Bryant, he might not make it. Uh, maybe he ends up on the practice squad. Um, Alex Barrett, maybe he ends up back on the practice squad. Um, and then defensive tackles, they have Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead, Javon Kenlaw, Kevin Givens, Kalia Davis, and T.Y. McGill. So I think that probably all of those guys will make the active roster. I, I, that would be, yeah, I, 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 think, uh, I, think, I think I'm good with that. <laughs> we'll see. I, I'm always wrong, so who knows. Uh, but yeah, if, if there are 12 defensive linemen, you know they're going to draft more, and they're probably going to bring in uh, some undrafted uh, free agents. So the undrafted free agents are likely going to be practice squad. Uh, so what's going to happen with the 12 that they have and the ones that they add to that in the draft? There are going to be some good players that, uh, that are either going to get cut or get uh, placed on the practice squad or what have you. So that's going to be a really interesting battle. Uh, but again, they're going to do everything they can to get this to, to get this defensive line back to how it was in 2019, where they were just 
rotating the crap out of people and bringing in fresh bodies who weren't huge letdowns, you know? So I, I think it's going to be fun. This, this is going to be a, a really good defensive line. And if they can figure out one more edge player who can either start or who can really bring some heat off of the, uh, off the edge, maybe in passing downs, then I think that they have the potential to, to get to be as good uh, or at least as close as to, to as good as that 2019 um, team, uh, the, uh, the 2019 defensive line. So the 49ers also announced that they signed wide receiver, Chris Conley to a one-year deal. When uh, I saw that John Chapman wrote on Twitter, new 49ers wide receiver, Chris Conley, has a very different skill set compared to most receivers on the roster. He is height, weight, and straight line speed guy, one of the best catch radius in the NFL. So that's uh, uh, that's good news. And we, I mean, obviously, we've heard of Chris Conley. Uh, he spent uh, several seasons in the NFL already. So then the 49ers also announced that Juwan Jennings signed his exclusive rights free agent tender. Uh, he had not done that yet, but now he has. So third and Jawan is back. And this is likely going to be his last season because he's going to be an unrestricted free agent after the 2023 season. So this time next year, he may be playing for somebody else. He likely will be playing for somebody else because I think he's going to earn um, a, a, a nice payday. And the 49ers are probably not going to be the ones to pay him, especially with Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. So that's all that I have for today. Um, jump into the comment section and let me know what you think about some of the things that we talked about. If you have any uh, questions, anything that you want us to discuss, reach out. I'd be happy to include that uh, in uh, our, our podcast later this week or even next week. So again, if you haven't yet subscribed, then please do that. Rate, review, uh, make sure you give us a follow so that uh, that we can reach out uh, to more 49ers fans.